0: Welcome everyone to Megan Fun of Sports. My name is Megan Connolly, and I am joined by Megan Gailey, who is zooming in from Hawaii. Oh,
1: uh, I almost just said hola but Aloha, <laughs> Megan Aloha, Gailey. Aloha. Yes, I'm here. Um, I'm here on a recruiting trip for Brian Kelly. Um, had oh, to come great. and you know, actually CJ and I, my husband and I, we were out to eat last night and we saw like a table of like teen Hawaiians, and two of the dudes were big. And he was like, man, I want to go up and ask if they play football. Like, I just want to, everyone you see here, you're like, do you want to be a lineman? Uh, let's make it happen for you. But yeah, I'm in Hawaii for my little baby moon. Look at and you. I just ate two breakfasts. Um, I ordered chorizo and eggs with refried beans, which is like a classic favorite of mine. And then in addition to that, I also got three pancakes with bananas and macadamia nuts on them.
0: Wow. Well, you, (laughs) we had very different breakfast experiences because full (laughs) disclosure, I am playing very hurt today. My father-in-law was in town We went to a bar to watch the Patriots game. We all got breakfast this morning and we were all uh, nibbling because... Struggling. We uh, got very excited last night when Mac Jones threw three passes. One? Three! Three! Three. Patriots won. Three! The lowest amount of passes thrown in a game since I think it was like
1: 1970 something? Yeah. And that's like when you start to go in there, it's like that's when they had like one bar on their helmet. That's a different time. Are you a savory or a sweet breakfast gal. Oh, I'm savory. Give me all of the eggs. I am too. But then, you know, sometimes you just want that little sweet dessert at the end. So this morning I was
0: anything greasy, please, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. please give it to me.
1: Yeah, I ordered so much and we were sitting at sort of like a communal bar that when my order came and I have like a really flowy dress on, I had to tell the people around me that I was pregnant because there were, I mean, they set the, this is what keeps happening too. People set what I order in front of my husband and it's like, no, it's actually, I'm, I'm the one eating all of that. And so people were like shocked faces and so I what have month to- are we on? Um, we are in month five and I got my first prenatal massage yesterday mm. where you have to like lay on your side. And then it was really crazy. The woman, it felt so white Lotus. Cause like the woman came to my hotel room and then did like a Hawaiian prayer over me before it started, <laughs> by the way, not Hawaiian, full blown white girl. Um, and then while she was like, at one point she was like, do you want me to do some belly work? I'm like, okay. so she was rubbing my belly and she goes, you're having a boy. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I can tell. Wow. Yeah. And then she like pointed to an area of my um, stomach and was like, he's right here right now. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know where he is. (laughs) No, I I think he's there. She's crazy.
0: You should have asked her about betting, like for me, because I really need help. You should have been like, what do we think Mm -hmm. about Cowboys football team this weekend?
1: Okay, so I know that this is week two of your gambling addiction. Yeah. Obviously, I hear father-in-law involved and mm-hmm. a heavy pour of a night. To me, that spells mm-hmm. gambling fun. Uh, how, did you, how did you wind up? Yes, last week you were up $10. Uh, yeah, I'm down a
0: lot. Um, but I actually think I am partially responsible for gambling getting shut down in Florida. Because Saturday, I was sitting at a bar watch, getting ready to watch Georgia, Alabama. And I looked uh-huh. at my husband and I said, fuck it. I just have a feeling. Alabama plus six and a half. And so I opened up my phone to bet on my app. And I'm like, it's not refreshing. It's not refreshing. And then and it was like very close to kickoff. So I had to get it in. And he was like, well, stop freaking out. Let me see it. And he's like, oh, my God, they temporarily suspended betting in the state of Florida. Um, And I think what happened was last week when I was hooting and hollering about Northeastern against Detroit Mercy, Mm -hmm. the government officials took one look at that and they said, wow, we have addicts on our hands (sighs) and they shut it down. So now I have to go through a bookie. It's a whole process to bet now. Um, But I had so much fun betting that I
1: and I have to make up the money that I lost. So here we are. I mean, in Orlando, I have to imagine every other man is a bookie. Um, so you found you found a Tony.
0: Uh, yeah, I well, okay. you know, it's so it's legal in so many states now. You can kind of just like text a friend and have the friend place bets for you. But since
1: when does Florida care about the well-being of its citizens?
0: Well, like weed is is illegal here as well. I just don't. I don't get it. Like, okay, Wrong. and the commercials about people being addicted to gambling. I'm like. You know, like, let's just make
1: it safe for the kids. Like, do it on an app instead of through a sketchy bookie. I just don't even... I think, like, gambling isn't even in Florida's top 50 problems. I'm with you. I really don't. And, like, the thing is that you get so many dads coming down there for Disney. And I think of gambling... I know moms can get addicted to gambling. I I know a mom very close to me who is. Um, But I think of it more as a dad situation. That it's like, don't you want the... Oh gosh, I read a book at one point where like a woman was basically a sex worker for dads that came to Disney. Oh wow. Ah. And they Good all real. gambled. Good rate. Um. I mean, they're gambling with a lot of things if they're doing that and placing bets.
0: Well, last night I did not bet on the game, but if I did bet, I would have definitely taken the under because it was Patriots against the Bills. If you didn't watch, I mean, all you have to do is look on the Internet anywhere and you will see a picture of a large man who is the center for the Patriots named David Andrews. And he is wearing a short sleeve shirt and shorts and he's just taking it all in as the wind gusts through Buffalo and the snow falls down. And we all knew this meant one thing for Bill Belichick. He was going to run the ball. It's his dream football game. We have Army, Navy ahead of us. He had the Navy mask on. This is just what Bill Belichick gets up in the morning for. And that's exactly what happened is the Patriots just ran the ball and Buffalo had no idea how to stop it. The Patriots won the game and now Megan are in position for the number one seed in the Mm. AFC East, which in the AFC, not just the AFC Mm -hmm. East, in the Mm -hmm. entire conference, which Mm -hmm. is a huge advantage because only one team gets
1: a bye. Mm. Yeah, I watched um, some of the game. The game started at 3.20 p.m. here in Hawaii, uh, which did coincide with my lay down in bedtime. So I did see some of it. I have been to a... A Buffalo game, as I'm assuming you have, too. I have, yes. And it snowed so much at the game I was at, they had to plow the field at halftime. And these people, that's nothing to them. Like, they just, they're... They're animals, and I mean that in the most complimentary way. Um, as a as a fan of a team that's in the AFC Wild Card hunt, which is like seven teams at this point, which is kind of stressful. I I'm honestly happy that the Patriots won. What? And that's, I am because it, it it's good for the Colts, um, for the Bills to keep. Losing, I was very, very disappointed in that last second loss that the Ravens suffered, because at this point, all the all the teams, which are the Browns, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Raiders that are all kind of in this murky little area with the Colts. I need all of them to be losing, and I hate the Steelers, too. That's been well-documented. So, Well, I think you are in a
0: good position because I really think the Raiders are slowly dying, and they play the Chiefs this weekend, and the Chiefs are getting hot. I think the Steelers stink, even though they won against Baltimore. I think the Colts might be the hot team coming out of that, but the problem for you is after the bye week, the Colts – face the Patriots, and I think this Patriots team, I'm just going to go out and say it, I think they're a team of destiny, that they're not going to lose, and I thought they were going to lose yesterday, I even tweeted it out that they were going to lose, and they won, and then after the game, Sean McDermott has to go be a dumbass, and he shits all over Belichick, so you Mm -hmm. know what, next time they play Buffalo, Belichick is a grudge holder, he's not going to forget, And everyone should bet the over because they are going to run up the score on the Bills. He's going to make sure
1: he embarrasses Sean McDermott. Yeah, as Saban was calling it, it's the rat poison. And he, Sean McDermott, I I, I don't even, I don't necessarily disagree with what he was saying. um, As like, listen, it it was messy football. It was like it's the turkey bowl in your backyard with like your drunk uncles playing. Like the weather was so (laughs) treacherous that it's like, yeah, they won. Okay. We lost. Did anyone really win? But yes, someone did win. But it's like anyone Holds a grudge worse than Michael Jordan. It's Bill Belichick. And you have to face this man twice a year. Like, and at, at minimum, because you're probably, if you make it to the playoffs, gonna have to see him again. So it's like, I would never say anything mean about Belichick. He's like the meanest girl in the sorority. You just stay, go, no, I love your outfit. You just always lie and be nice to him. Do you think the other
0: coaches have like a Belichick burn book, like in Mean Girls? Yeah. Because I like hope so. he's
1: Regina George. <laughs> I I honestly hope so. Um, and I think there's like, yeah, I wonder when they get together at like those owners' meetings, like, is he is he not friendly to everybody? Um yes. so yeah, well, I don't know. No, I am I, nervous my, to play them. I am nervous to play yep. them. This is the Colt's remaining schedule is Patriots, Jags, all right, Raiders. Cardinals. Is the Raiders at home or away? I honestly don't remember. I think it's in Vegas. I do think <sighs> it's in Vegas. Well, no, I think I they're think dying. You should be okay there. I, I'm
0: worried about the Cardinals. They are pretty good. But yeah. I think your Colts yeah. could sneak in because, you know, the Bills are going to have a couple losses here and all the other teams, like I mentioned, are dying. Now, I said that you know, Bill Belichick is a grudge holder. Our boss, Sal, has a different take on it. He thinks that, you know, it's um, the Bills still lost. They knew it was coming. Right. He thinks that yeah, they've
1: they ran yeah. every play. They ran yeah. every. Well, and then so you you see that and you go, well, then how could you not stop them? And then you couple that with Jonathan Taylor scoring five touchdowns. And at one point, this Bills defense was the best in the NFL. And and there, I know there were injuries, but it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, the Bills are really falling apart. But um, I saw a man in a Bills hat 10 minutes ago, and I'm like, that's a tough hat to be wearing right now. I always see a lot of Josh Allen jerseys at airports. Well, I think that's a classic airport. I actually, in the Orlando airport once, this was like years after he, after he had left the team, saw a Richie Incognito Bills jersey. And then to me, that's, that's <laughs> crazier than a Trump hat. It's like, we got it, dude. We got it. Um, <laughs> um, but
0: our boss, Sal, had told me this morning that Bill Belichick is annoying, the way that this game was played, is annoying, and in mm-hmm. the spirit of Christmas,
1: do you send out Christmas cards? <sighs> no, but okay. I think once we have the baby, I, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. Okay. Well, you know, all families are very different with their Christmas yeah. card traditions. My parents do. Oh, my, fam- my oh, they're parents and still- in- Oh, my parents send a gorgeous one. My mom handwrites writes in them. I mean, this bitch is on another level.
0: Wow. So I yeah. do love getting Christmas cards because you can kind of get an inside look at every family and just how yes. much effort they put into this Christmas yeah. card. Yeah. And Bill Belichick is the one who has a detailed update about mm. every mm-hmm. family member, but he does Ugh. it without really saying anything. So he does it just like his press conferences where he says a lot of words, but never really tells you anything. That's definitely Bill Belichick with, um, Christmas cards. Um, I think if Brady was sending out a Christmas card, it would probably be him making out with his kids.
1: Definitely. Um, yeah, there, I know in my family, there were always Christmas cards that we looked forward to getting so we could make fun of them. Um, because there were like certain friends of my parents that send the type letter and all somehow all of the children are Rhodes scholars and brain surgeons (laughs) and also MTV VJ hosts, you know, just like so over the top. And then you like see the picture and it's like, you're all stupid looking. So I like take a better Well this picture. would be
0: Bill Belichick's
1: <laughs> Christmas
0: card. I think with the everybody's uh, a road yeah. scholar because basically before he plays every team, he makes them the Super Bowl
1: champion. Exactly. And that really takes some um some good, like mental, like he, he's delusional. I always say this about stand-up comedians. You have to be delusional, but you can't be too delusional. There's like a real sweet spot where you need to be just delusional enough to believe you can make it, but not too delusional that you lose your way. I like that. I mean, I think all of us in this, uh,
0: (laughs) sports entertainment media world are are sort of delusional. I don't, I definitely am. Um, I think if Philip Rivers was sending out a Christmas card, his would be oh, the pyramid. Like one of those families that, you know, they're on the beach and they form the, pier- oh, yeah. the pyramid. yeah, Yeah, the yeah. pyramid. And every year, like you can tell the kids hate it more and more. Their faces yeah. in the picture.
1: They're just like, I really don't want to do this. Jeans with a white top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, OK, so let's switch to some good news. Not that this hasn't been good news. I know it's good news for you, but I'm. You're just sick of the <sighs> Patriots. You're like, OK, enough. We get it. They're good. They're going to go to the Super Bowl again. Well, you know, I think next week is going to be a difficult week for our friendship. Um, but this week I'm trying to live in that we have a bye and that Kenny Moore, my favorite Colts player now, um, was just nominated as Colts Walter Payton Man of the Year. So excited. Um, and he had a beautiful story on Hard Knocks that I've mentioned. But just I'm I'm living a, like bye week. I'm like, I'm pretending I'm on a bye, too, because it's like mm-hmm. I'm in Hawaii. I'm on a bye. I'm on my vacation. So... Um, I did, I was the NFL week 13 pick'em champ this week. Um, You were. After a couple of really rough weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible weeks. How'd you do it? Well, one of my strategies was, I am picking the Lions until they win. And Megan, they fucking did it. And I was so happy for them. And obviously the state of Michigan has had a brutal week. Um, the school shooting is, is just so heartbreaking and so horrific. And then the parents being on the run and just like the worst of humanity. And then you see the Michigan football program winning the big 10 and, Uh, One of the victims, family members being honored there. And then the Lions win at the last second. And it's the first thing that Dan Campbell mentions is is the school shooting victim. So it's it's all really emotional and gut wrenching and, and heartbreaking. But then you're so happy for the Lions, too. And. We are not the only ones happy about this. Like, I'm not a Lions fan. If anything, I am furious with the city of Detroit until the day I die because of the malice at the palace. But I was irrationally happy, like I was a genuine fan of this team. Also genuinely happy was Jared Goff's girlfriend, Kristen Harper, who this bodes well for amazing for Sports Illustrated because she was on an SI photo shoot when she got the news, she's like beachside in a bikini. Like what? And it's, I don't know if you saw this story that came out of the UK this week. A man, a man was charged a nurse, I think with pulling the fire alarm just so he could see one of his female colleagues boobs bounce when she runs down the stairs, evacuating the hospital. Okay. So
0: this, this will never, ever happen to me because I have no boobs, but the best part of the video was watching her boobs bounced as she celebrated her boyfriend winning I mean, their first game.
1: I just cannot imagine like a better timed situation for Sports Illustrated, Jared Goff or Kristen Harper. Is that her name? <laughs>
0: I yeah, I think it's, it's like,
1: yeah, it's Kristen, it's, but she spells it with a C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kristen Harper. It's just like, it sounds like such a made up name. So she's like, what? What? And the boobs are like, they are. They look good though. Oh, they look incredible. I have pregnant titties right now. And I'm like, God, I wish I had those. (laughs) Um, and, And she's in one of those, just like a string thing and then she says to like the whole crew like this is our first win and it's like we all know (laughs) if they weren't first words illustrated even if they didn't these could be gay men from Ibiza they know the lions are bad and she's so genuinely happy and it is really sweet I remember watching this girl on hard knocks she was on hard knocks her and Jared I mean Jared Goff is dim um to say the least and I do think he's like probably come into his own a little bit he was very young at that time I remember mm-hmm. he did not know where the sun set but then like knew everything about Taylor Swift which really you know says a lot about our public he had the at-
0: golfing situation in his backyard right yeah I loved that. that yeah. yeah. And she she looked really good on Hard Knocks, too. I remember
1: that. And, and they went on, like, a tour of SoFi, and I remember being like, and she was just like, ah, you know, ah. like, to the point that when I saw this clip, I was like, that can't be the same girl. She seems so much more, sorry, I had a burp for my two breakfasts. She seems so much more personable. And so maybe they maybe they both just gone to Detroit and, like, flourished. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, It's quite the place to flourish when you were living in LA and we saw their house and we saw their backyard and now suddenly they're in the Midwest and it's, it's, it just doesn't look like that. But, um, do you think like she, obviously she wasn't watching the game live because she was doing this photo shoot. Was she getting updates on the phone? Did the crew just fill her in? Has she given up on the lions until this very moment when she sees them winning and now she's, she's on board again? Yeah, I bet
1: she, I mean, it's kind of hilarious to schedule her photo shoot on a Sunday. <laughs> she's like, they're not going to win. I don't really need to. Yeah, be she's there. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to be. I don't need to watch. We don't even know like what time zone she was in. And whenever an athlete's girlfriend, and this is like bad of me, and I feel like a bad feminist when this when the thought enters, it's like, did she get? Did she get SI swimsuit because she's a really hot model, which she is a gorgeous girl. I mean, we just spent minutes on. How good her tits bounce. Oh, like, did her being Jared Goff's girlfriend help her get it? Basically, what I'm saying is, like, what do we need to do? What do we need to do to end up in SI swimsuit? Well, let me tell you, I have a newfound respect for models
0: because um, oh, yeah. I texted you this on Friday. I went into still photo at work and I am an absolute disaster. I have no idea how to look at the camera. I don't know what to do with my hands. I just feel really uncomfortable. And so, you know, hats off to these models because that is not easy at all to look hot mm-hmm. in a really weird setting when all these people are looking at you. And to do that smile where you're just like saying so much without saying anything at all. Oh, I you gotta smile. I cannot Can smile. No, Megan, I I
1: look constipated when I smile. It's um, it's uncomfortable I- for everyone. I think that means you're a good person because I I have been told I'm very photogenic, which um, is not a compliment a lot of people like because it's like, oh, you look better in photos than you in person. <laughs> Even though it's a compliment, it's one of those like, bitch, just take the compliment. But I do a lot of posing and like I definitely know my angles. Uh-oh. I get a lot of photos taken when I'm on stage. And so I'll just stop doing my jokes because it's like you're not going to catch me mid joke looking a hot mess. In Los Angeles, no, I need my career to take off. So I'll pose. <laughs> And then what I've been doing now that I've got this big belly is I have been taking um, Megan body issue photos where I stand in the mirror with my big belly out. And then I put my leg up in a way where it's hiding my lady parts and do this. And then I imagine that me and my pregnant body are being photographed for the SI body issue. Wow. I love this. (laughs)
0: see I feel like I step into still photo and I'm tall and people and I'm tall and thin so people are like oh you'd be a great model gorgeous. and I take and gorgeous. I take one smile and they're like oh no far too awkward we can't have that but um anyways Jared Goff's girlfriend genuinely excited I'm very happy for her. they've been dating for three years I, I did some research yeah. on this her brother is a professional hockey player
1: mm. um so she's I think hot she is hot
0: yeah. And those boobs are really great. Um, my husband and I always Ugh. joke because when I try on clothes, I always say, you know, this would look a lot better if I have, if I had boobs and he's like, you should make that a chapter in a book one day. So, um, I will dedicate that chapter of my unwritten book someday to Jared Goff's girlfriend
1: and her boobs. Yeah. Oh gosh. I hope my pregnant ones stay. Have you ever seen look who's talking? Yes. Um, Yesterday I had on a dress, and it was definitely like I had that moment where I was like, "What the hell? Like, where are these probably from?" My husband keeps being like, "Are those going to stay?" I'm like, "Oh no, no, no. they're going to get huge, and then they're going to deflate. It's going to be bad." Uh, oh, maybe, I'm I'll, so maybe I'll go happy. I'll get them. Spend
0: fixed. a solid five minutes of this show talking about but, boobs and how badly I want this. Is I why them. they
1: have us. This is why we have. Can you imagine if Sal was doing this? Yeah, we I mean, he would get canceled. Get,
0: I mean, men can't have a podcast where they
1: talk about boobs, but we can. No, so Yeah, we can. Um, Speaking of, make sure you go to extrapoints.com slash arcade to try and compete against... (laughs) I love that I'm feeling so proud of myself. I had one good week. Um, To join the NFL Pick'Em, Props Pick'Em, and also... um, what was Wait, I going to say? You won.
0: You win a gold hat, which is what all of the entrants of the contestants could win. But Megan, I want to point out you did not only beat our staff. Like we put up a graphic every week of uh-huh. just the staff. You beat everyone who entered. No, I didn't. I think I so. I just you beat the staff. No, you beat everyone.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. And you know what? I also won in fantasy this week with only 84 points. <laughs>
0: I that's think you need so to buy a lottery ticket. You're
1: having a week. Ugh, that's you a need to real start betting for me. For. Like, please tell me what to bet. All right. All right. Oh, gosh. I wish gambling. I wish there was a roulette table I could go to tonight. I like in-person betting. That's when I really shine. <sighs> okay. What else? Oh, the college uh, college playoff is set. It is. Cincinnati um, is in. Mm hmm. The nasty. Uh, that's what I just Indianapolis is allowed to call Cincinnati, the nasty. Uh, we have a truce. Um, so we've got Alabama and then Michigan at number two, Georgia at number three, Cincinnati at number four. I am obviously ho- hoping for a I honestly kind of want to see an Alabama Georgia rematch in the in the in the championship. I know that's, like, loser stuff, but I just have a dear friend, Sarah Tiana, big Georgia fan. Um, I know most Georgia fans are probably Braves fans. They've had a good year. Um, young Hoku, that's something to feel good about, one thing, on the Falcons. So it's like, do they need more? I don't know. I just, ah, I want someone to beat Alabama.
0: Um... I'm over both of those teams. I honestly think I might hate Georgia fans more than I hate Alabama fans. Because I feel like they try to tell you that they're the best. And you're like, but you're not. And they're like, but, but, Alabama. I'm like, well, no, they are the best. They can say that. And you're not. Um, I would actually like to see Michigan-Cincinnati. I know the chances of it happening are slim to none. I hate Michigan mainly because I'm jealous of them, and they try to act like they're the academic institution of the Big Ten. I'm no, not a Harbaugh fan. It's north. It's Northwestern. I it can is. say that as a as a Big Ten girl. Thank you. Um, I you know I think it'd be I think it'd be so awesome if Cincinnati won, but it's it's not going to happen. We're going to have no. the Georgia Alabama rematch. I would put money on that right now. Um, yeah, I think Michigan is seven and a half point underdogs, I believe. I'd have to fact check that, but um, that might be something. I think that game would be closer than many think it will be. I just, what I don't want to see is SEC complete domination. Like I want to have good games in the semifinals Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I feel like every year we just have these blowouts and it's, it's no fun.
1: Yeah. Speaking of college football, there is a Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl Okay. Very exciting. Presented by Stiffle. It is Oregon State versus Utah State. So you get some Pacific Northwest states versus states. I guarantee there's some Hawaii boys in that game. And the game is being played at SoFi. I have never been in LA. um, And I know these tickets are going to be cheaper than the Super Bowl tickets. We're going to be at SoFi because tickets are starting at $32 for the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. What, what, I mean, gosh, we're trying to get go. in Sports Illustrated. I want to get my own bowl game. We should have a Megan Fun of Sports Bowl. Yeah. Megan Fun of Sports Bowl. Who would be in it? Probably just like, oh.
0: Well, we'd have to pick schools. two teams that are like, that are making fun of sports. Like the two biggest jokes um, right okay, now. Okay. In college I thought football. we could have
1: Purdue versus Northwestern and then well, I could, we just could win again.
0: Uh, well, there you go. So you get all cocky. beat Northwestern. I get it. And now their basketball team is number one. You're you're doing really well right now. Yeah. What better time than right now to be Megan Gailey? She's in Hawaii. She won the Pickham. She's on a roll in terms of her Colts. They're probably going to get into the playoffs. And then Purdue is number one in the
1: nation. For the first time ever, might I add. And wow. I just do have to say, when Purdue basketball and football does well. I do look back to my time on campus and go, I put in some good work with those boys. Okay. So I have earned some celebration around this. I know it's not the boys there now. It's the boys that are like coaches at bad schools, but I put in work. Okay. So I will be celebrating. Thank you very much.
0: Um, are you going to go to the Jimmy Kimmel bowl?
1: I think I might. It sounds really fun, and I actually I love Jimmy Kimmel. Like, as far as late night shows go, um, obviously I was a Letterman girl because I'm from Indy. I grew up watching old VHS uh, best ofs of Carson, mm-hmm. and then I loved Conan. But I think Kimmel is probably the best to be doing it right now. Seth Meyers spoke at my graduation, and we took a picture <gasps> together. So I was very wow. excited. Did about he go that. to
0: Northwestern? He did.
1: Ugh, I'm so jealous. You know who spoke at our college graduation? Who? Just the president of Purdue, who then got fired like six weeks later. For what? What do you get fired for? Please don't say like sexual assault. It was actually a woman. I it shouldn't laugh a at woman. that. Oh. No, it's actually a woman. But it's like, come on, give us an astronaut. We have distinguished alum. Ugh. I was very excited about Seth Meyers. I worked really hard to get that picture. I like waited
0: outside a building
1: forever, and they were yelling at us all to line up and. People say Seth Meyers is an angel. All my friends that have worked on that show have really enjoyed it, and I cannot say that for all late-night television. I'll just say that.
0: But for Jimmy Kimmel, you can, and you should all go to his bowl game. Okay, and we'll be right back. There was some heat in our email exchange because our boss, Sal, said that the Texans were going to beat your Colts, do you have Mm -hmm. a
1: response Mm -hmm. to Sal? I just, (sighs) here's the thing. It's like, I love Tyrod Taylor. He's one of my favorite guys in the NFL. I think he's gonna go on to be an incredible coach someday. Whatever he wants to do post football, he's gonna be amazing at. His lung got punctured by a team doctor Like, he got injured and then Baker Mayfield came in. He's having to play in this horrific Deshaun Watson shadow. It's like, the man cannot catch a damn break. Um, But, so I I understand wanting to root for him, but then for the Colts to beat them 31 to nothing while the Texans are at home, I mean, Sal, I I think the Colts saw that rat poison, and I think they made a statement a shutout a first cult shutout on the road since 1992 wow this is big for you um and i think you
0: again you proved it to everybody by winning the entire um pick em contest i mean sal goes against you and you say <sighs> screw you sal i'm winning it all um i've seen you on twitter being very outspoken about who mm. you think should be an mvp candidate
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I unfortunately think it probably will be Tom Brady who wins. I don't like that. I don't think you like that. I hate it. Uh, I, I'd like to throw Jonathan Taylor, um, seriously as a contender in, I, I know after the five touchdowns, uh, five touchdown game, his name was finally being spoken. I've been hearing a lot of Cooper cup lately. Yeah. And you hate that. I do not listen. Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup, the amount he throws to him, to me, it feels racist. I can't put my finger on it. I can't justify it. But I say, spread it around. You got OBJ there now. You don't need to throw. We don't need blonde on blonde passing. Okay, so it's very upsetting to me. Has Cooper Cup scored five touchdowns in a game? No. The most he scored is two. Jonathan Taylor is doing things that have not been done since two thousand and four, Ladanian Tomlinson. He is having an incredible year. He Carson wins is his quarterback, okay? It's not like Cooper Cup. Has Carson Wentz throwing to him? He has Matt Trevor, who I who I wanted the Colts to get, but of course he wanted to go to Los Angeles. So his wife could throw pretzels at people. So oh, I just I just look at Jonathan Taylor's arms and I go, if your arms are that big, you deserve to win. Okay? He got he got the biggest arms ever. I wish I could. I, you know what? Maybe that's what I'll send out as my Christmas card. Just Merry Christmas on Jonathan Taylor's biceps. <laughs>
0: Photoshop your face on Jonathan Taylor's. and then Merry Christmas on each. I love it. Or Happy Holidays, you know, be more inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I am with you for Jonathan Taylor. I think we are in a day and age in the NFL where running backs, they get screwed over, right? Like, you could just, you don't want to invest in the position because they get hurt, they don't last long, but it's a fantasy world where fantasy leagues are dominated by running backs. So we as fans Mm -hmm. like running backs, but they just have a short shelf life. And I think that we should recognize them for once, because we never do. Mm-hmm. We're always like, whatever, they're a running back, they don't get paid. Let's recognize
1: Jonathan Taylor. Where is Todd Gurley? Um, Derek Henry is hurt, like and Christian McCaffrey is so hurt. Oh yes, like Jonathan Taylor is so resilient, he's in his second year. What a monster from the Big Ten got into Harvard is a great guy, has been really cute on hard knocks. He got slimed by Nickelodeon. I just, I was really down on this Colts team to start the season. I have to eat crow a little bit here. I go, I don't really think I'm going to be able to root for them because I was so disappointed in Carson Wentz and Darius Leonard being vocally against the vaccine. Um, And now that we've had all of this Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown. Um, I I do kind of look at Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz, not Cole Beasley because he's still missing a prominent tooth. And it's like, if you can't fix that, then I'm really not going to be able to listen to you about science. So I, I do look to them and go, listen, I disagree with you. At least you were honest and stood in the fire. Um, and this Antonio Brown situation, I mean, you, you know Tom's temperament way better than than any of us how mad do you think this is the end of their relationship
0: well this was one of my turning points in Tom Brady like I used to really kind of like well I mean I did I liked Tom Brady a lot when he was with the Patriots obviously as all Patriots fans do and some just can't let it go and they're still in love with him but when I could tell that Tom was leaving the Patriots I got very annoyed with him and then when he had Antonio Brown live in his house I was like that's it I'm I'm done with that and Giselle had all these Instagram posts how, like, people shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're not
1: judging. Like, we know. Yeah, the, the cover is a lot of arrests. Exactly. Um, and a lot of, like, he was being sued by a doctor, a trainer, a woman he sexually assaulted. It's like, that's three very different buckets. Um, and so at some point, you got to look at the common denominator, and it's the man who froze his own feet off.
0: Yes, and also used his chef's fake vaccination card. The guy who works mm-hmm. for him. I mean, his fired chef is the one who turned him in. I assume he's fired. It'd be really weird if they're still working together. But Maybe um, he makes good chicken fingers. I think he's in the Brady doghouse for sure. But it wouldn't surprise me if suddenly Tom needs another receiver, which right now, I mean, He's making Gronk look like Gronk of five years ago, even though he isn't. I mean, Gronk Mm -hmm. is Brady's binky, but um, he likes AB for some reason. I don't get it. Maybe he thinks he can help him. Maybe he just doesn't really care as long as it's somebody who can catch the ball. But um, I think he's out. I mean, Tom is known to kick people out of the trust tree. Um, I think this one will show up on the field, and he's out now because of his ankle injury. But like, do we really want Antonio Brown to come back?
1: Mm, mm-mm. I mean, I honestly wanted that um, loss that the Colts suffered to the Bucks to be vacated because of I believe his name is Mike Edwards uh, had the strip fumble sack strip fumble that which cost the Colts the game, and he was playing on a fake backs card. So at some point, I, you do wonder: is there is is there accountability amongst the Bucks organization because they were very proudly and I was touting them and we are, we are fully vaxxed. It was them, the Falcons. And now you go, well, you weren't. And like, did you check the cards? Did you look them up in the database? I could also see Brady being like one of those, um, like he's so
0: into like his TB12 diet. And at the beginning of COVID, he was selling like, you know, these immune system supplements on tb12's website that like allegedly Mm -hmm. helped covid and it doesn't so i could totally see tom being able to look past that with antonio brown and 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 letting him back in his his home if you will both literally and figuratively but i don't know i just think brady is such a fraud and the, the whole antonio brown situation and his relationship with him
1: makes me hate brady even more than i already knew Oh, we agree there. Okay. Let's wrap up today with discussing this Notre Dame drama, which seems to have passed a little bit. Um, Marcus Freeman has been officially hired as the new head coach. They were able to keep him from going to LSU, the second black Notre Dame head football coach ever. And I honestly think being second is better in a lot of these situations because, like, you really haven't heard people discuss that aspect of it um, when it was Ty winning him. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? Um, it was, like, all, it was just all, all, all about that. And so I think um, the players seem to love him. He's 35. Him. Whenever Did he... you see the video? They were, yeah. erupted. yeah. Whenever they say, um, 35, like in, I love when they are talking about it in like coaching terms because it's young and I'm like, okay, I'm young. Um, so I like that. And, um, Brian Kelly is at LSU it, despite his daughter still being at Notre Dame. Did you see that video? No, she's, she's goes to Notre Dame and is graduating in five months. She made a TikTok that went viral. That was like when your dad leaves but you're still here so it's like I'm sure campus is tough for her Um, there was a video that came out last week of Brian greeting LSU fans at a basketball game Um, and people are criticizing that he's clearly, I mean, this is an Irish Catholic man from the suburbs of Boston. You know what that sounds like. And it's not a man that says my family. Um, so he was putting on a Southern accent really fun. Like, okay. Give me, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Well, I just love how he suddenly develops
0: it. Like he's a man of the people there at LSU. And I I feel like in Louisiana, um, they all eat this up. They, adore this. Like, like he wants to be one of us. He's digging into our culture. Like, I think all of the people of Baton Rouge are excited about it. I don't know if LSU fans are really excited that Brian Kelly is their coach because if I'm a Notre Dame fan and Eddie, our producer, is a diehard Notre Dame fan, I think Marcus Freeman might be, like, a better option for recruiting. They all love him. But um, when I've moved around to different places, you notice all – over different parts of the world, they do things different. They say things different. And when you live there, you're kind of like, should I, should I too? Even though I'm an outsider. Mm-hmm. So in Boston, mm-hmm. I, um, I started saying wicked. And the reason I started saying wicked is because my husband's whole family says it. So I okay. just, I didn't feel as weird. I was like, oh well, well everyone says it, so so I can do this now. Um, so mm-hmm. I do say like, oh, it's wicked hot or wicked bad or wicked whatever. But when I say it, I do. Um, you know, I have a little twitch cause I'm like, do they know that I'm faking it? Um, now that I'm in Florida, I've tried to maybe say y'all a couple times. Okay. I
1: was like, please, please don't say what the Florida words are. I don't no, think they're allowed anymore. I don't know if I can do it. Like the Midwest is so strong, you guys, but see, I am, I'm a y'aller. You are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a yaller and I, and I know you just said the Midwest is Indiana kind of like, even though we are the heart of the Midwest, there's you, <laughs> you know, some people there trying to fight you that don't remember which side we were on during the civil war. Um, and, and so it's a, it's y'all country. And when I go back to Indy, I do hear myself like, I don't like, I, I don't, when I talk to people, they're like, you're from the Midwest. And so my voice is my voice and I'm defending myself in this Brian Kelly situation. But when I lived in Ireland for just a few months, I did start, I would, I'd be like, this is my dad. <laughs> I'm So embarrassed to say it, but I fully was like, Trying, I was trying to pick up an Irish affectation, big time. Um, Did and so, you do it in
0: six months? Was it successful?
1: Yeah, when really? I got back to the states, I would say "dad." Um, <laughs> that was like really the only one that stuck. My dad. Um, but Brian Kelly is like quickly becoming my favorite soccer. It's so, like everyone. When everyone starts to hate someone, and I do see it a little bit as a victimless crime, like, it's like, I know that there's Notre Dame players that could be upset with him. They could enter the portal and go other places. It's not, I mean, it's stranded, but it's stranded in a good situation with a good coach. So it's like, yes, Brian Kelly is like terrible and kind of slimy and like does these things. It's like, at the end of the day, who is he really hurting? Yeah, but also, how do you leave in a good way? Like, you don't. You don't. No, exactly. And it's college football. This is what it is. Like, this is the business. Um, it's a dirty biz. It's like Hollywood. It really is. Like, it's like more money, more, m- more cameras. Like, they are college football coaches. I mean they're the sex workers of the sports world. Like they, they will suck their dick for any opportunity. They really will. They really will. And so when it happens, I go, yeah, okay, great. This is fun. I like all the hodgepodge going around. There was a major player who just declared for the draft yesterday because he's like, my coach left. I'm not playing in this bowl game. Like, it's like, yeah, look. Let- As long as we're letting the player, the student athletes, I'm putting that in quotes, do it too. Then I go, yes, let's have a free for all. This chaos is fun. Um, And so, yeah, I've really every time someone's like Brian Kelly, I go, this is going to be good. I love it. Like it's really becoming a saga, like a Jenny Jones type television show that I love watching. So when he got up there to address
0: LSU fan base. Yeah. Do you think he practiced mm. the Southern accent before? Or do you think no. he was just
1: like, I'm diving head first? I, I honestly don't even think he knows he did it. Like, I think watching it back, he's probably like, Oh shoot. Yeah. I see why people, but like, if you go down to Louisiana and you're eating po boys, I think he just like fell into it. I'm so happy. i I filmed my Comedy Central half hour in New Orleans and I'm like, oh my God, thank God I didn't do that. (laughs) Thank God I didn't have a Brian Kelly situation on my hands. This could
0: be a good bit Uh, for your comedy. Like you could get on the mic and I don't know if the comedy world and the sports world overlaps that often and maybe they wouldn't understand a Brian Kelly joke. But you could go to maybe Louisiana and do a show and and pull up Brian Kelly.
1: I've always contested that if I had a thick Southern accent, I think my career would be better. Hmm, maybe just take it. put one on. Yeah, I'm from Indiana. Um, <laughs> that is my yeah, favorite you said like,
0: Indiana, my favorite thing about the Boston accent is when they like say pizza
1: instead of pizza. Pizza. We People also say go worship for dinner. Wow. Go worship, and and people will, will be like, no, people do not talk like this. And I go, okay, go there, go there, and and see. Well, Indiana's thought, see. not that far from Chicago. How is it so different? I know, but it's. Megan, you know it's a world away. You know, you enter, you cross that state line and the first thing you see is a billboard that says hell is real. That's a different place. Um, I taught CJ this yesterday. This can be our, sweet, we can go out on this little nugget. Have you ever heard of, and this is describing um, a person's body type. Have you ever heard of someone called a booty do? No. <laughs> okay. It's, um. <laughs> Maybe this is, you went to public school, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess this is an Indiana public school thing. It's someone whose belly sticks out more than their booty do. <laughs> they call it a booty do.
0: There are a lot of
1: college football
0: coaches. <laughs> Who have booty do's. I think most football coaches in general have booty do's. Most
1: men are booty do's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I think it's a term, unfortunately, that's typically um, reserved for women. Um, but I was calling myself, I go, I'm a booty do. And he goes, what's a booty do? I go, my belly stick out more than my booty do.
0: <laughs> wow. So, that is that's, that's quite the way yeah. to, to end <laughs> this show. Megan, I will be in LA this week, so... <laughs> You will not be. Well, maybe we'll we'll catch each other we'll at the tail end. We'll, we'll try, we'll um, try. We are both we'll try. here on our bye week, and I'm going to LA. You're in Hawaii. I am going to try to get on the right track with gambling. I'm really, really, really liking Cowboys to cover against the football team. I believe the line is four, so Cowboys minus four is my mega not so lock of the week, and. um... That's all I got. Thank you so much, Megan. Okay, go
1: boil her up. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo.